You're going to do a 60-game baseball season? What? <laughs> what the? <laughs> you go from a, the sport that has the longest, most painfully long season that there is to just yeah. Oh, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna snip snap a quick uh, quick 60 gamer in there like, okay. <laughs> that is pretty ridiculous yeah and then um, the baseball players were fighting to try and get full pay like yeah we'll play 60 games but we want the full yeah pay. we want all our money <laughs> and good on them they signed the fucking contract that's what that, i was actually i'm curious i was curious to hear what your take on this because i don't follow baseball a lot but a lot of people I, i've heard a lot of people say that that fans are there, there's a lot of negative press around the restarting of the MLB season and, I, and I've heard a lot about how fans of Major League Baseball are just as time passes just becoming more and more frustrated and more and more disinterested with starting Major League Baseball it's Look like what happened well, most, most ba- yeah most baseball fans were around during the original Spanish flu pandemic back in 1918 so uh, <laughs> this is the second, the second time they've had to go through this oh, look what happened look did I get it? How long did it take baseball to, to recover from uh, from the, the strike? strike? Yeah. Oh, I know. It took and, two and guys, it took two guys on steroids. Yeah. The only way they could drum up interest is to yeah. allow Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire to juice the shit out of themselves. Best season ever. Best season of baseball. Best season the Jays ever. Ninety-eight. Man, that home run race was great. Oh, it was it exciting. Was like Every and time you fucking, looked, they were hitting five more in a game. Like, what, yeah. what is yeah, going that was on? Crazy. That whole season, I was waiting for fucking Maguire to get hit by a pitch, see him turn green and fucking burst through his fucking jersey. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark Lefave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. One of my favorite sports highlights ever is Sosa's bat breaking and him running to gather together the pieces of it because it's it was corked. Remember that? Yeah, I, that's like literally one of my favorite clips ever. What that a guy, fucking asshole! Oh, that I guy like that. was cheating so bad it was. Ridiculous. Oh, they all they all they fucking all cheat. Like I like the one where uh, the the guy uh, the pitcher so threw a pitch and it bounced in and it hit the catcher and it stuck to his fucking uh, chest protector because he had so much like gum and shit on it. <laughs> the ball oh, actually man, I haven't seen that up. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the one cool was years ago. I think it was Phil Necro <laughs> was the pitcher. He was a left-handed <laughs> knuckleballer, and he threw the pitch. It was either when he threw the pitch or he was suspected of scuffing the ball, but as the umpire went to check it out, the fucking nail file popped right out of his jersey sleeve. It's like, Jesus, <laughs> dude. That's just... Shot, that's shoddy cheating. If you're going to cheat, you know what I mean? Like, you, you worked so hard on perfecting the knuckleball, but you couldn't mm. fucking hide a nail file. <laughs> yeah. Right? The knuckleball is the hardest thing to throw. That's why there are so few knuckleball pitchers and so few guys who can catch it. Yeah, but oh, trying to catch it. You, you like spent all butterfly. that time perfecting that sweet science, and you can't hide a nail file. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you prison, you prison wall at that shit during the game. That's, <laughs> it's, yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I, I CBC posted um, an article uh, yesterday about the Burlington Rib Fest and how it's moving to uh, drive through. Amid COVID nineteen, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. So so um, the so I thought it was I, I thought it was gonna be 
closed. Yeah, me too. Drive through. Um, yeah, and it looks like uh, with uh, drive through Rib Fest will help people. It says that. Um, hold on. Can I while you're while you're looking? Can I just say instead of drive through Rib Fest, they should have done drive around Rib Fest. Like they just show <laughs> up on your fucking street. Like it's Kentucky Kentucky Jacks delivery <laughs> Rib Fest. <laughs> yeah, here's, like, yeah. Here's, here's like an ice cream I, truck. Like I I have never understood it. it Logistically speaking, I mean, I cannot understand why people gather together in the hot, blazing sun eat to ribs. eat saucy fucking ribs with their fingers. How do you clean that shit up? Now you want me to eat it in the car. That's even mm, better. That's a that's yeah. a good point. Even better. I wonder if they do they do they like when you enter do they do they hand you like a CD like a burned CD of like a really bad CCR cover band to listen to while you're eating ribs as well, just because they can't they don't have the stages open. <laughs> yeah, no Some shit. shitty three-piece fucking cover band of, oh, of middle-aged uh, dads. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, yeah, so good, so good. I Rimfest is Rimfest is so like it, it's it's not just odd event. I like. I mean, it, it is it is it is an odd event when you look at it that way. But it, it's crazy how popular it always is. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that's the thing that always strikes me. Like the, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have gone to the Burlington one. Yeah. That thing is massive. It yeah. is massive. Yeah. I, I I went to it one time and I was just like, man, these people love fucking ribs. And I I dig ribs too. Like who doesn't? But I think we just we just get excited by something outside. Like we see like all the tents and shit. And we're like, oh, what's that? And we go over. Half the time I go, you know, I mean, Ben Benny's talking about eating ribs in uh, 35 degree fucking heat. The other thing, too, is you're likely standing because there's no fucking seats available or you're laying on the grass. You got your kids. There's no napkin. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking disaster. But I'll go every year. It's the same Mm -hmm. as those. uh, You know what I mean? Like the, the festival of friends and all these things where. It's the same fucking tents. It's candles and it's uh, some bath bombs and there's yeah. some fucking wallets and uh, there's sunglasses. But it's the summer, so they must be yeah. better wallets. You get you get excited. You're like, oh, it's I'm outdoors. My daughter. I mean, she she was heartbroken because she last year my daughter did Rib Fest. She toured with them. I mean, she she went. She drove across the country. She got to see the whole friggin' country. Like it was stops. They they started here and worked their way all the way out to bc it was the best summer she ever had she got she got paid a fortune for it and had it she had a great time she was all set to go again this year when this happened i i feel terrible for her because i mean she was sending back pictures and videos of the places they were when they were and and don't get me wrong i mean wednesday to sunday it's a slog you're working like 14 16 hour days it's hard work but your couple days off i mean you just got a free ride to fucking banff you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and your 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 wallet's full so i I, yeah because you have no chance to spend money if they were hiring i fuck i'll come cook ribs for a summer sure i think the cool great time it's cool to be able to use. I've, I've always wanted to use um, one of those big sauce mops that they always use when they're <laughs> when they're putting the extra sauce on the ribs. They, yeah, this, like, they don't use a spreader. It's a little mini. It's literally a mini mop. It looks like a fucking mop, and they just like dunk it in the oh, sauce, and then just like yeah. like mop it on the thing. And I've never seen it outside of a rib fest. Like I don't know. 
I've no, you can't go to Canadian Tire. And, it's basically a mini mop. It's bizarre. Yeah, and here it's just it here it's just called a mop. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, hey, can I get a sauce mop? Oh, we don't have sauce mops. Oh, can I just get a regular mop then? <laughs> now I gotta wonder if if the, like the porn industry has a lube mop. Oh, a sauce mop. Just, they they sauce call it a sauce mop. Just come in and either clean up or prepare the performers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bring in the fluffer and the sauce out, mopper. <laughs> break out the bukkake mop. <laughs> Squeegee. Uh, okay, well, was, I lost just my appetite. <laughs> right? Anyone um, for ribs? Would you, so if okay, Ben, you don't like you don't like rib fest. So is, would there be another like food based fest. festival that you would like, like wing fest? Like would you go to a, like oh, chicken wing fest? Wing when fest. they had, remember they had wing fest for a couple years here in Hamilton. Seriously? Yeah, they did. They had it oh, down really? at um, Pier, Pier Four. I think it was Pier 4. It went mm. for either one or two years. It was a very short-lived thing, but well, it was great. They had, it was the same con- exact same concept, except it was wingers instead of ribbers, mm. and it was good. <laughs> is, that, is that something that you... Um, you think you could like Joey Chestnut? You know Joey Chestnut, the guy that eats all those fucking hot dogs and stuff. Like, well, what's the, the what's yeah, the not, item not that you terms, think? Not in terms of volume, but in terms of hot. Yeah, I'd go toe to toe with anybody. But in terms of volume, what's the yeah. what's the one item that you think you could just like? I could eat a lot of this. That's a good question. Yeah, maybe think about it. <laughs> it's, it's tough. I'm not. I'm not a big like like volume eater i can't really do that like i'll eat a lot of bullshit like i could eat i guess maybe like hmm like some sort of chocolate or some sort of candy would probably be my thing because like i can't control myself eating that anyways so like uh like chips ahoy chips ahoy chewy chocolate chip cookies Mm, like they're just fucking one bite bite brownies anything that's one bite ever since i started this job my appetite's back off the hook again like for a while there i i 10 wings and I was stuffed but the other night we had a birthday dinner for my mom and ordered in pizza and wings I ate like uh, yeah, over, over twenty wings and scarfed down four slices of pizza <laughs> like it was nothing. Good for you. It's just oh, becoming a challenge. Like, yeah, I think three quarters of that pizza. <laughs> That's so funny. I had three. Ben, I had Ben's three gonna get that protein. Oh yeah, man! I had three burgers for dinner <laughs> last night, and I'm looking at myself, going, "What the fuck? Three burgers? What the three, fuck? man? <laughs> three? And like, oh, big motherfucker! <laughs> the first one, I, I don't think I even chewed, man. Just, like, just like a fucking pelican. Yeah, <laughs> I got a burger yeah, no. from uh, from Hamburger a couple days ago. Just ordered it in because I was like, oh, I don't feel like making myself any food. How was uh, it? Oh, it was phenomenal. It was like with delivery because it was skip the dishes. I think it was 21 bucks. I was so sad when I found out there was no fries. It was just the burger. It cost oh. me $21. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was I good. By, I, uh, Westdale, by the way, here, they're all like Snooty Fox and the, all the restaurants on the other side of the street. They've just, they've made one uh, on either side of King Street here in Westdale. They've made... Uh, like two common patios cool either nice. side of the street so uh, like the snooty fox it's it's because they're the only well the burnt tongues there too but again who wants to eat you know soup sun-dried tomato <laughs> smoked sun-dried tomato hot soup out in the sun <laughs> somebody does obviously but yeah no it's it's great i i um i might have a short day today and if i do i might just go for for the sake of doing it just go enjoy a beer on the patio by myself Nice. Mm. I'm down with that. Yeah. 
because when I went, I went to the when they opened up phase two on Friday, I went with my buddy Greg and I, I it was everything I expected. It was just great to sit outdoors and have a beer with a buddy on a patio. Yeah, I actually finished a beer. I never do that. Pardon me? I said I actually finished my beer when I sat on a patio, and I never do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a deadly combination. Let's sit out in the blazing sun, and the only cold thing I have to drink is beer. Is alcohol, yeah. 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 (laughs) Just keep plying me with booze. I'm thirsty. I'm hot. Did you guys have, like, a time limit for how long you had those tables? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we, we had to reserve and they, that too. nine to two thirty was wow. our allotted time. So I, that's a lot of time though. I'm nine till two thirty. Sorry, nine to eleven thirty. Five and a half hours, guys. Hurry up! Yeah. No wonder I was. <laughs> no <laughs> wonder I woke up unconscious here. in a farmer's field with my <laughs> yes. pants down. No, uh, two and a half hours. So I'm assuming because ours ended at eleven thirty. I'm guessing it was two and a half hour chunks that they. That's right, still that's a that's a long time two for last call yeah two two and a half hours is long enough God <laughs> see now I mean if, now is the time that I mean if you don't need to linger too long in a restaurant get up don't. and move along so that the fucking yes. server can get that t- section flipped and maybe mm-hmm. get another table because yeah, they don't Mark, have you, a, you, you a and I have both been section. servers does that not drive you crazy when people stick around like they've Duh, eaten their fuck. meal and then they sit there and talk for another hour it's like and I get it it's, it's it, I mean sometimes they haven't seen each other for a while I always tried the uh, the subliminal service like you, you guys can see me on the camera right now people can't see me but you would say like uh, hey can I get you guys anything else can I get you your bill? <laughs> Just the handshake and the nod. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. It's, true. it's something that people take for granted. Like you, you know, you're you're paying for our food and service and beverage. You're not renting a parking space. Like when it comes yeah. down to social time, and you're not ordering off the menu anymore. Get the fuck yep. out. My Seriously. my biggest restaurant pet peeve was um, when parents treated it like it was like a fucking daycare service like i i don't mind i don't mind screaming kids as long as you're sitting in your fucking seat but when there's you know i mean kids running around and the the you know i mean the server is serving a five table section and also fucking running a daycare center that's uh that's a little much so. i have long mm-hmm. said and i'm saying this as a parent i want to get your take on this you guys i have long said that i would pay a little bit extra to go, for example, uh, if I if I could fly an airline where I was guaranteed there would be nobody under the age of twelve on the plane, sign me up. I'll I'll pay an extra hundred dollars for the flight if I'm guaranteed. If it's a long flight, like if I'm going to California or something, I'm on the plane for five six hours. I gladly pay extra money to be ensured that there would be nobody. Maybe not twelve. Nobody under the age of six. Nobody prone to crying fits. Well, they do. On the you, plane. Just, uh, you just pay for first class, and you can sit up in the front. Yeah, I suppose, but there's only <laughs> there's only so many seats. And sorry, for some kids, I can still hear them in first class. Ditto, <laughs> I, don't, ditto restaurants. I don't even want to fucking hear them. <laughs> ditto restaurants. I'll pay an extra 50 cents for a burger if I know that there's no kid running up and down the restaurant and their parents are completely oblivious to the fact that the little bastard's pissing off the rest of the room. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. I'll pay 50 extra cents for a burger. There should be, yeah. Honestly, there should be places with no kids. Absolutely, no kids allowed. I I, I, go to to Shakespeare's. People get get all offended by that. It's like, no, God, 
I don't well, I mean, it. a lot of parents are trying to get out of the house because it's the first time they've gotten away from their kids, and you know, what I mean, yeah. all day or all week, and then there's kids running around. I get it, but at the same time, like, yeah, no, I th- I would think more can't more. be an ageist. You're an ageist. <laughs> I'm an ageist. Absolutely. Fuck, ageist. I think I think kids and old people. I would extend it to that. I would just go like people. No people only too. people in their prime age are allowed. <laughs> I like I like that. I prefer I that. Old people take too long and they smell bad. Fuck them. Kids are too noisy. That's right. Let's get That's right. There should Let's be have a, a restaurant where it's like thirty to forty-five. Yeah, I just call there it thirty be, somethings. There should be a designated lottery center for seniors because those cocksuckers take days to pick their numbers. Oh yeah. Oh, she kind of, you know, like the, the, the ones who come in, they've still got their original Lotto 649 vinyl wallet with every ticket they've ever bought in it. And they got to sort through it. It's like a filing system that the CIA would get confused by. And I just want to buy a pack of smokes or some gum or something. And it's taken Louise half an hour to pick her numbers out. That drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. It drives me absolutely nuts. OLG for all their money and everything else should have designated places where you go and buy lottery tickets. Lottery tickets at grocery stores and convenience stores should be done away with forever. Mm. Forever. Mm. And there should also be a policy implemented that you don't get to pick your scratch and win. What about the clerk what about just hands um, it to you? <laughs> random. <laughs> That's my favorite. Is the ones who take forever to do their six forty nine numbers and then decide that they're going to test Lady Luck even more and buy five scratch and wins and take eight days to pick those out. Oh no, there's a no, it's a crossword, but there's an H on it. I can't buy that one, dear. Like oh, there's, drives, there's, me, drives me. There's nuts. also the these lottery new thing tickets. drives me crazy. There's also these new tickets that you go up for OLG and, and they play them out as they stand at the cash register. Have you ever <laughs> yeah, seen it's those like cards? Ones? And so you play like card one. It's what? like, what Black the Jack. fuck is this? Yeah, so you buy a ticket and then it goes on the screen and it like plays for you. It's like, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to get a fucking Gatorade and I have to watch this guy gambling. That's what I mean. It's like, hey, yeah, it's fuck, crazy. this is a store, man. I'm here to buy a pop. Get out of my way. That's like those, you know, those, you know, the, the, I don't know if they still have them. They were like, like the poor man's lottery ticket where you'd yeah, the Nevadas, a, the Nevadas. <laughs> yeah, Nevadas yeah. yeah. So you get some guy who buys 25 Nevadas and then decides to see if he's a winner at the counter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, if I'm not mistaken, no, they not made those one. things so that you have to, you have to rip them at the counter. Now you can't mm-hmm. like walk away with them and do them elsewhere. Then have a designated counter for that. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Have a Nevada area, a Nevada circle. Yeah. Go fucking Honestly, stand in the Nevada circle. Usually was, you get those. I've, I've usually only ever seen a lot of those at like a Legion, like legions sell those. <laughs> Right, right so next like to the jar of pickled eggs. <laughs> yeah, pickled pig's feet. <laughs> and then the the other one is the if it really depends on when you go. Um, it's usually at about twelve thirty on a Sunday when you go and you see all the old all the all the middle aged dudes playing pro lines. Yeah, yeah. You know before, the line. Everyone off. rushes to the convenience store between like noon and one p.m. to get their pro line. It's like you got to bring your own pencil because they're all gone. <laughs> I was just about to say because you get to the thing, you're like, "Where's the fucking pencil? I need yeah, to pick the bills." Yeah. That's the fun. That's the funniest when you go to a convenience store and it's just it's all pretty much like. 30 to 50 year old guys and they're just there and they have like some people are hardcore man oh yeah multiple tickets everybody's like, Bill yeah. Belichick <laughs> uh, yeah exactly it's so it's so funny I like Proline but like it's too 
I don't know. You never win, right? <laughs> like, I like the pro line when it first came out. Is way too much. Sorry, pro line. I like least, least, uh, sorry, on, I was gonna say I, I liked it when it first came out. Like it, pro line to me is like Red Bull. I had like six months where I fucking mm. loved it, and now just the thought of it terrifies me. Oh really? That's yeah. A good, that's a really good comparison. <laughs> Yeah, I've, ne- really I've never uh, done pro line only because I know that that would happen to me. I, I'd be completely hooked on it. I know my limitations. And I, well, I mean, never pro, pro line to me isn't a lottery. It's just a OLG mandated gambling is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean? I wouldn't count that as a lottery because you do have some input as to what the winning results are. Yes. Yeah, fantasy them, sports right, like just hoping your seven numbers come up. Yeah, like fantasy sports, I fucking love. I get really into that, like fantasy baseball and really, shit like that. Eh? Oh man, because it's all you know, I mean, it's all digital now, so it's all on your phone. Like I'm when baseball season was on, fuck, like I'm checking it constantly, constantly. And do you play for fun or do you play for money? I know it'll be it'll be for money, but like everybody throws in twenty bucks type thing. There's like you know, right, I mean, right. so the winner gets like hundred and fifty dollars. Not a lot of money. It's something uh, I've, I've never really delved into or exa- uh, investigated fantasy sports. It's one of those yeah, things fantasy football's where, awesome. Yeah, like I thought, well, if I got into that, maybe again, like ProLine, I'm just worried I'd get too into it. Because I do, yeah. I, I have fantasy sports friends where it's like, buddy, you're spending way too much time on this. Yeah, oh, that's I, me. I used yeah, to be, me. I used to be really into fantasy, fantasy sports, specifically like fantasy hockey, because that's mm-hmm. kind of the only sport that I know well enough to be able to do it. Right. right but right. recently, over the last couple of years, I stopped doing it entirely. Like I, I just turn it down because it's, to me, it's just way too much time. Yeah. You know, baseball's, I, baseball's I, the fucking worst because it's every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even once the, a week. I mean, the, the leagues that, that my friends run, you know, they're putting they're throwing down a couple hundred dollars entry fee. Right. So so this is it's like a really serious league. Yeah. And it's every day for them, too, man. They're they're You got to monitor the waiver wire. And those are the people that win. <laughs> yeah. The only people that come in the top three are the ones that spend every single day, at least 30 to 40 minutes every day. Yeah. It just tweaking it seems their lineup. Like a, it's like. Not, it seems not like a real me. commitment, right? It's like a huge it, commitment. It, it, it's yeah. a commitment, yeah. And I don't want to do anything unless I think I'm going to win, right? Like, I don't, like, if I'm going to put money in, I understand that it's like, you know, it's fun and it's like a pastime or whatever. But for me, like, if I'm doing something competitive it, and I don't really think that I'm going to have a chance to actually win it, then it's like, I don't, especially I, if there's money involved. I know exactly yeah. what you mean, and that's why golf makes no sense to me. Golf is the one and only thing I've ever attempted that I've really sucked at, and I didn't yeah. mind. Yeah, like, I'm going to go and be if I try something and I know I'm not made for it, like play the drums or something like that, it's just, no, I don't have that that coordination to play drums. I've tried it once, and I'm like, nah, that's not for me. So, uh, golf, same thing. Like, first time I played golf, like anybody, it was an absolutely unmitigated disaster. But by the time I was done, I was like, I can't wait to get out and do this again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. you got to be playing with the right people. So one of the first times I've, I'd ever golfed, uh, I went out with, this is up in Owen Sound a bunch of years ago. Um, is that the course you know, right down on the bay? There's a couple really yeah, nice ones. There's a couple. Um, I've seen pictures. It looked gorgeous. That, that one is. I ne- I've never golfed at that one. That's kind of like the private. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it's it's unbelievable. Um, you know the one I'm talking about, though. Like, exactly, I've seen pictures yeah, I know exactly of it. It, it, it overlooks Georgian Bay. The water looks mm-hmm. Caribbean. It's friggin' gorgeous. Yeah, man. Um, but the, the, there was another one. Uh, 
I, I, it's tough. It's, it's anyways, one of the first times I went out golfing, I was using, uh, my dad's clubs and <laughs> the driver went like, I think it was like the, the third or fourth tee, like really early on in the game. And I swung and I hit the ball and the driver head fell off of the club. Like it tore off the club and flew into the woods and it went further to the ball than the ball. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Oh, my God, dude, the exact same thing happened to me once. My club head came off with the with the ball. Like, I, it, it's not like I smashed it or anything. But, yeah, the club head came off. And it, uh, it's the same thing. The ball, like, skittled along the ground for, I don't know, 15 yards. And my club head was, fuck, I think it was on the green. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those. It was It was bizarre. What's the nicest the, the, uh, nicest course you played? I played at uh, I played at Glen Abbey about oh. God. It was probably about ten years ago um, yeah. for a company uh, golf tournament, and I remember st- standing on the tee on a par five and looking at how far the hole was, and I was just like, <laughs> "This is fucking ridiculous." It's going to take me. 15 shots to get to the green from here. And it was probably yeah. about that. <laughs> like, you ever staggering. Like I, I was for a while there. I was lucky enough. I it just, I, I knew one of the, um, the pros at Glen Abbey. So he was giving me, you know, lessons, a few pointers or whatever. And I went out, uh, for a lesson. It was about a week before the Canadian open was being held. Yeah. If, Mark, if you think Glen Abbey looks tough on a regular day, wait till you see like when the pros are coming, the grasses, they, they allow it to grow like wheat field level. <sighs> they make it way harder. And then you watch these guys play and it makes it even more revolting. Like, mm. yeah. Have you ever golfed with somebody really good? Yeah, like really good. Yeah, I have a buddy that's just fucking he's really good. And it's yeah. like you just watch and you're like, I feel like I'm doing the same thing you are. I, like, it <laughs> looks like the same motion. Yeah. Like, I just, like, but wait a minute. My ball is four feet behind me and yours yeah. is on the green. <laughs> but there's dirt on my club face and <laughs> your balls. I can't. Yeah, a, a, a friend of mine, um, uh, he got a, a full ride. Uh, scholarship for for golf in nice. South Carolina or North Carolina wow, or whatever, nice. wow. um, and he's just a freak. There's yeah, a golf he plays course the there, fades, like every two right? minutes. Like on the driver, he plays the fade. So like if you have like a dog leg, he he'll like that, he'll like right? slice it in such a way that that not just by accident. Like when I do it, the dog leg. Yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely. It's just. I mean, you know, I what I what I really love, and this is going back to my <laughs> going back to my first time ever playing golf. Um, I was golfing with uh, a, a really good, uh, like he, he's kind of a mentor to me, especially at the time. He's really like even tempered, nice dude, and like I've never. Uh, it was my first experience seeing like the golf rage. Like it turns the most timid, <laughs> likable person into like the fucking like I don't know, like a bloodthirsty savage. Yep. Because he there was one point in in our game, and again, this is the same the same game where I lost my my driver head, where so the guys behind us, I guess, like hit into us. 
Like, yeah. I guess we were taking a long time and they hit, they hit into us. I didn't even really know what that meant. So I didn't know why he was mad. I didn't understand it. And he just fucking lost his <laughs> mind. He lost his mind. He's like, I'm going to fucking go over there and hit him in the fucking head with my seven iron until he's dead. I was just golf, like, oh my God. <laughs> golf rage is one of my favorite things. Honest to God. Yeah. I play, I, there's no word of a lie. I played with a guy who, uh, he, he, he hit his seven iron and completely whiffed the shot. Right, this is a true story, and we're near a tree. He fucking throws the seven iron up in the tree, right? Like fucking club, and chucks it up in the tree. Guys, true story. He dislodges somebody else's seven iron, ah. and it falls out of the tree. It, it was unfortunately he was a righty, and it was a left-handed seven iron. But he almost oh traded. God. He almost temper-traded clubs. Like the seven iron ain't working. I'm gonna chuck it in a tree and get a new one out of it. I could. I've never seen anything like it. Never will again. It was like unbelievable. Are you kidding me? And you couldn't even see this other club up in the tree. It just kind of dislodged itself and dropped back out. We thought it was his club. That's like, hilarious. You know, geez, yeah. to throw it, you, you didn't stick it, man. Chuck it back up there. But it wasn't his club. It was somebody else's seven iron. It was That's awesome. That's so funny. I think the reason that golf rage is so just prominent as well is because of the setting. You know what I mean? Like you putt and everybody is just like holding their fucking breath, waiting for the putt to go in and it's quiet and the trees are rustling in the fucking wind. Yeah. And then you miss the putt by 15 fucking feet and you push it down the hill and just your profanity is so loud because there's no one around. Oh, it carries for miles. <laughs> Birds it's are coming out of the trees. Like, or it's the drive. Like if you're playing with with four guys, this this is a frequent one for me. You play with four guys, right? And for some reason, I always, I, you know, I'll go last. So, the th- you know, you're the, the three people you're playing with step up and just hit beautiful shots. And then there's you, right? And the pressure's on even more because there's three beautiful tee shots that have preceded you. So, of course, you know, it would dictate that you're going to follow it right out there. It can't be that hard, right? And you, yeah. you hit one four yards and it's, oh, it's the worst. And yeah, it's golf, that, that etiquette of, okay, everybody be quiet. So, you know, the whole world is watching yeah, or it yeah, feels yeah. that way. And it's like, ah. Uh, but I'm, I'm so out this year. I'm dying to go golfing. Yeah, dying me too. To go golfing. We should go do that. Uh, I, uh, yeah, we will. We definitely will. I went out. I, I went out on um, Father's Day with big. There's a big group of eight of us, and it was unbelievable. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. You have to book um, early, so though. I'm, I'm we tried to, to do. get back out again. Yeah, we tried to do. We I mean. tried to do Rock Chapel, and it was like you have to book like two weeks ahead because there any opportunity yeah. that guys when people have to get out, they're going out. Yeah, unless you're going on a weekday. Like if you're trying to golf mm. on the weekends, I would imagine it's pretty tough to get a to get eighteen in. So there's a, there's a cool. This is a this is a really cool. And I don't know if you heard about this, but Kyle Dubis and James Duthie are doing a charity golf game against each other. It's like a two person. So you know oh, James really? Duthie from TSN. Yeah, yeah. TSN and, and so uh, they, the GM for the Leafs. Yeah. Yeah. So D- James Duthie is like a good, really, really good golfer apparently, okay. and he's calling out everybody. And and Kyle Dubis called him out. And they had to pick their, they had, they, there's this whole thing on TSN radio because, because James Duthie, he always appears on like that overdrive afternoon drive show or whatever. Yeah. And he, they made it this big thing where James Duthie's going to pick his, his like partner because it's, it's two versus two. Mm. So he ended up going with uh, O-Dog, like uh, Jeff O'Neill or whatever. And then Kyle Dubis announced like who he's going with. I think it was yesterday and he's doing it 
he's he's partnering up with Jerry D, who's apparently Jerry D is like an absolute lunatic golfer as well. Um, he used to play professionally, and really? they're doing it on the yeah yeah as a kid. Uh, he played professional golf as a kid or whatever. Um, maybe that's not professional. That would but probably yeah, be high level, amateur, high level, yeah, golf. high level. Um, but they're doing it on the thirtieth uh, in at Osprey Valley in Caledon. Um, and they're going to, they're going to record the whole thing. So I don't know if they're going to be broadcasting it live or what. Um, but it'll probably make it to YouTube at some point, which is, I'm so excited to watch. Something tells Uh, me that Kyle Dubas is probably a very good golfer. I just feel like he's the kind of guy that is good at fucking everything. (laughs) Like he's just that guy, you know, that guy in school, like he got 99 on every fucking test and he was also the fastest on the fucking track team. Like, and he was good looking and he got all like that, that fucking guy. That's Kyle. I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's like 20 years old and he's the fucking GM of the lease for fuck's sakes. It's wild. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I perspective there's, there's still a lot to be said for his ability to GM a team. Like, I, I don't <laughs> know. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm not, it, it's hard to argue that this team is built to win. Oh, it's terrible, it's really but he difficult. signed all the guys that Leaf fans like, right? Like yeah, he got Marner here and he got Tavares here and he got Matthews It's really, here. you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it, the, the jury is out um, yeah. on that one. I think this pat this year, even pa- pandemic or no, like it's, it's a, an unmitigated disaster. Oh no, this was so, the year they were, they were going to pull it together in the last, uh, 10 games or so and fucking <laughs> ride that shit to the cup. I was already planting yeah. my blue flowers for my float. <laughs> Lots of talent, no grit on that team, and no defense. No yeah, defense. I just think it's the defense Zero. is the big one. Like the grit, I can I can understand. Like not like like you know if if your power play is deadly enough, people just that it is what it is. Like you you a guy's going to take a penalty, take a run at one of your guys, he goes in the box for five minutes, and they run up the score for it by four goals. But like their power play wasn't good. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that you know. Aunt Freddie Anderson. Is on the decline. I think they're probably going to trade him. Um, and they can't for, afford to resign him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How about, this, the other, any other how about this crazy lunatic idea? Get a backup goalie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, if they, just, if they lighten the load for him by 20 games, the guy would, he'd stand on his head in the playoffs and they'd stand a chance. But every year for the past couple, by the time they get the playoffs, the poor guy's gassed. He's got is nothing that, left uh, in the tank. Is that Zamboni driver still available? They should fucking pick him up. <laughs> he shut down one of the high-powered offenses in the NHL one night he played. That was that was one of I was watching that. Thank God for the pandemic. Obviously, people forgot about that. Man, that was bad. Oh, That's got to be one of the most embarrassing. I, I don't know. If, I think I don't know if Ben ta- Ben and I must have talked about that when it happened. Yeah, I do. I mean, I must we, have. Yeah. But that's got to be the most embarrassing loss in history. I remember like, one time, and, I, and we're talking like. Yeah, I remember one time that playing Super hockey. Bowl collapse against the Patriots. Like, remember when when yeah, Tom Brady Atlanta. was down? Mm-hmm. This is way worse than that. Oh, I remember playing that, hockey, and it was in in house league, and there was a, the other team's goalie didn't show up, so the other team didn't have a fucking goalie the whole game, oh. and we still lost. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's a we tough good. one. I, I wasn't the difference maker in hockey that I thought I was. I'll tell you, as an avid as an avid Leaf hater, that was one of the single greatest hockey games I've ever watched. I relished every moment of that. Oh my yeah. God, they're losing to a Zamboni driver. It was oh. bad. Yeah, 
Yeah. Bed. You can march out your Marners and your Tavarisuses and you still can't beat a Zamboni driver. You tools. Oof. Yeah, that's uh, encapsulated the, the whole season. And, and then, then there was the Bruins. Bruins. Yeah, that was a good season that they had. Good regular season, guys. <laughs> yeah, <go>. exactly. <laughs> Fucking, Too bad they don't. They, can, do you they drink out of the, can you drink out of the president's, president's trophy? Like, is it, is, it, is it a cup or is it just a trophy? So if you poured beer on it, it would just run off the sides. You look pretty thirsty right now. You need a good tall glass to shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 I, I'm giving that one to my wife. One of the greatest conver- or one of the greatest argument enders ever. We were in the middle of an argument, and it, 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 she just she stopped, like in the argument, and went, yeah, "Are you thirsty?" And I was completely thrown off. I'm like, "What? Are you thirsty?" Went, no, because you look like you could use a tall glass to shut the fuck up. And the argument was because I rolled yeah. over laughing. I was like, "Oh my god, that was fucking awesome!" Yeah. Oh, I think I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I am a little thirsty. You know what? Yeah. Oh, God, it was classic. <laughs> hey, we have classic. what? Tomorrow with Polly. We've And I'm having a bitch of a time with this. Yeah, what's the This Canadian... <laughs> because if I do songs that, you know what I mean, speak to Canada, that's kind of the idea. Or just kind of a Canadiana type episode is Our what we're going with. Thing, mm-hmm. I think our blanket title is Songs About Canada. Yeah, that's, so, okay, so you're, you're going to be in your fucking prime because, um, you know what I mean, you can just rhyme off the entire Tragically Hip fucking catalog, so... <laughs> well, that, but expect, that's what's making it tough for me. heavy is dose I, of yeah. Gord Downey. That's uh, where my yeah. mind goes immediately to, but I can't do an old Downey list, so I, I, I'm almost feeling the pressure, like, not putting the hip in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> so I can use one. <laughs> there you go. But, but yeah, songs about so. Uh, you, what what's the theme you're going with, Mark? Only See, a I'm Canadian going with, could write I'm, that. I'm going with only like yeah, only a Canadian would say that, or only a Canadian would write that. And I actually have uh, Weird Al is going to be making another appearance on my list. I think that's two <laughs> weeks in a row, or at least two out of the past three weeks. Weird Al coming mm, back. Sweet. So. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. to do mine, too. I mean, do you do it where there's Canadian references in it or just uh, the, the the like geographical? Because, I mean, they're right there, the Tragically Hip hands down have a f- list of five. Easy. Yeah. When you have a song in your cat- in your library called Goodnight Attawapiskat, <laughs> you're, pretty, you're Canadian. pretty Canadian. Yeah. You're pretty you're Canadian. Canadian when. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about, but, I, I always love, I always love uh, Stompin' Tom's song, Tilsonburg. Yes. Oh, you yeah. heard Tilsonburg? <laughs> you know. Yes. You know, hey, Stomp and Tom. <laughs> Funny, I was making my coffee this morning with Bud the Spud in the back of my head. Yeah, He's that's Bud a great Spud one. From the bright red mud. So uh, Stomp and Tom might make my list. I'm not sure. I also tried, yeah. uh, I had tried to do like uh, Canada as a name drop. So basically artists that you would never expect to mention Canada in one of their songs mentioning Canada. So I had like an Eminem mm. tune. I had a Nicki Minaj song where she makes mention mentions Canada. Can- yeah. But after those two, I was kind of fucking out of, out of ammo. So uh, yeah, I've decided to go with things that only a Canadian would say or write mm. about like, mm, 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 mm. Hey, what's that song called? Mm. I have no idea. You don't know I, that I song? Recon- I recognize it. The Crash oh, Test Dummies. Oh, fucking Crash Test Dummies. The song oh. is called mm. That's the song, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, see? Only a Canadian would write that. I forget the lead singer's name. I've always felt... Uh, Brian, uh, Brian Roberts? Brian Brad Roberts? Brad something. Brad. Brad Roberts? Brad, Brad Roberts. Yeah, whatever. 
I've always been tempted voice to pull up to a drive-thru and order a meal uh, like Brad Roberts would. <laughs> Big Mac and a large fry and stick. <laughs> just, just to see how much it would fuck up the person on the other end. That, that was a, that's a unique singing style. Never mind Gord Downey. That is a truly unique singing style. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> Just mumble your way through the whole thing. He was Eddie Sorry. Vedder before Eddie Vedder was Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's uh, that's on tomorrow's plate. This is this, this. I love these shows about nothing where we just crack the mic and go. And that is this, sure. this, this has definitely been one of those. But uh, yeah, tomorrow, Paulie's going to be joining us. And it's songs about Canada. I can't believe Canada Day is just a few days away. And of course, this year, works. Being, it's in the middle of a week, isn't it? Well, yeah, of course, being 2020, Canada Day has to be on a fucking Wednesday. Yeah, like, like I, don't I mean, know if as if the year like, hasn't gone bad enough, you're putting our national holiday on a Wednesday. It's the worst day. So do we get the holiday. Wednesday off? Is that that's obviously you get the Wednesday off? Like everything's closed on Canada Day. Yeah, a lot so. of businesses are giving giving their employees. I, I wish they would just bump it to the weekend. Like any time that it's not on a weekend, bump it to the weekend. If it's not on a Monday mm-hmm. or Friday, it kind of defeats the purpose. See, a there's Wednesday is just the worst. Yeah, there's something interesting. I mean, there's been some discussion, not a lot, but there's been some discussion about possibly a four day work week, and, and that may be something that's uh, that's instituted. Would you? Uh, this this might be obvious. Would you rather it be a long weekend every weekend, or would you rather have your weekend still be two days and just have one cut on a Wednesday? So you kind of go to work Monday, Tuesday, then you got a day off, then you work a couple days, then you got two days off, then you're back to work. Mm. Almost like continental shifts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I I like I'm because I could use every once in a while, week. man. Yeah, every once in a while, I, I, I just feel like I could use the Wednesday off. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, the first two days of this week have been shit. I could really use today off and then go at it hard the next two days, and then I get my weekend. I'd do mm-hmm. the four day work week, but I would still want the three days consecutively. I, I did, yeah. I did, no question, there is an allure to having. Yeah, like if I did a four day week, Monday, Tuesday work, Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday work, weekend. And you're doing, of course, you know, for the 40 hour work weeks, you're doing 10 hour days instead of eight. I, I'd yeah. be 100% behind that, but I would they want could even I, weekend. Yeah, I think they could even cut down on the amount of sick days that people are entitled to if they gave everybody a three day weekend. You know what I mean, if it yep. was a four day work week, then instead of 10 sick days a year, you only get seven or six, six days, six days a year because you're you're off three days a week. I've always thought that you should get a bonus at the end of the year. So if everybody's on the same page and you get 10 paid sick days, for those of you who only took two, we'll pay you for the remaining eight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because a lot of people just take the sick days mm-hmm. as two extra weeks. T- t- oh, I get 10 sick days? Well, there's two weeks vacation right there. You know? <laughs> fair, so, fair enough. <laughs> for those that don't take advantage of the sick days, I'm all for it. What? So, sorry to interrupt. That's all right. Oh. You, my wife's got to reach in for some clothes that are hanging off my chair. Hang on, there you go. Oh, yeah, so good. I think I got a. I think I got a wrap here. So I got a. Cool. Okay. Know. Awesome. Got to cut it. Let, let's finish it up. And uh, tomorrow we're underway at six thirty with Polly. Yeah, sounds Sweet. good, boys. See you then. All right. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.